Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Inside the Tent. So I'm here today with a good friend of mine and uh, my former boss, actually, at one point in my career, whose name is Dave Thompson. He's uh, retired from software now, but at one time, he was a longstanding corporate VP at Microsoft, where he led teams in Windows Server, Exchange, Office 365, and Identity. Uh, Dave was pretty well known throughout the company in terms of a man who could get things done. So I'm really pleased to have him as my guest here on Inside the Tent. So hello, Dave. It's good to see you again. It's been a little while. How are you doing? I'm doing well. And likewise, it's great to see you, Dave. We were there in sort of those original days at Microsoft working on Windows NT, which, I mean, I think it was just a kind of a legendary operating system within Microsoft to really change the equation in terms of like a world-class, um, you know, operating system that really, really was a robust, incredible operating system. And so right. I'm just kind of curious if you could reflect back and just tell me a little bit about those original days, you know, working on TU, guys like Dave Cutler and the other folks that created that. And, you know, what was it like? What was great about it? What was maybe not so great? I mean, do you have fond memories? Uh, those, uh, I certainly have memories of those days. <laughs> those, uh, we ended up doing some of the earliest uh, internet work for the company, right? The, the first web server uh, and obviously the TCP IP stack uh, was developed in the networking group. Uh, we developed distributed systems uh, that led us into Active Directory. Uh, and uh, um, so, it was, you know, it was a very intense time. Uh, Cutler was uh, an amazing leader. Uh, he's, I don't know anyone else that would be able to bring something like that into being in the same way that he did uh, because he was deep in the code, uh, but, uh, and trusted us. I and, and three other folks reported to him uh, to manage the teams. Uh, he was uh, he was very demanding about the quality of work because uh, as you know you're building this operating system the bugs can get away from you <laughs> can be out of control and he would basically shut features down he sat in the build lab himself and then made us take turns sitting in you know deciding what check-ins we would accept for the daily build you were starting to look at you know, hosted services and that type of thing, which was Office. Well, at the time, it was Business Productivity Online Services. was the name we came up with. Eventually turned into Office 365. But um, th this kind of leads me like, I mean, there's a lot we can talk about in terms of that history. Well, actually, why don't why don't you tell us a little bit about how that got going from your perspective? Because you were sure. you were the guy kind of right at the start. You and Aaron, I guess, were probably yeah. the first two. It became very clear to me and running the exchange group, that the, the biggest problem with exchange, which was, by the way, the league leader in crit sets, okay, the, uh, the, you know, the support, the, 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 the most, the highest priority escalated support calls, right? Exchange had more than any other product. A dubious distinction there, Dave. It's a dubious distinction, except that what I came to learn was it was really all about the, the customers being challenged with the complexity of running messaging service. Right mm -hmm. in the face of, of the you know the developing mobility and security and compliance uh, and spam filtering. I mean, it, it was just way too complicated for them to run messaging, which should should have just been a service, a simple service for them to use. Right. And you know, uh, it's so funny you raise that because actually the current service that I'm working on and run now, yeah, it was the same thing. It was like one customer we were in, they're like. 
you know, couldn't you just run this for us so we don't have to? I'm like, of course we can. And then you know, one of the other things that uh, attracted me is that uh, to, to services is I, it was really going to be so healthy for us to have to run this stuff ourselves. Uh, Jeff Rakes had this thing where you, you had to send him your presentation. He had to have it, I think, at least by the night before. He read it. You didn't walk through it. He came in, sat down, said, you know, ask you questions. So he comes in the next day when Aaron and I are in this meeting and there's a bunch of, you know, VPs and people around the table. And uh, Jeff looks at us and says, I have one question for you. Tell me why we shouldn't do this. <laughs> and that was it. Uh, An office, Beep Boss was born, right? Which was the, you know, the precursor to, to uh uh, to Office 365. And the thing about BPOS was when we, you know, we put ourselves into the, you know, into the service business. Uh, and, you know, our offering was limited because the product wasn't really designed for that. But we did, you know, we, we forced all the, that basically forced all the different groups to adjust how they thought about their business. It was no longer a software business you know, uh, that it changed how we marketed it, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, BPOS was a horrible name for a product, you know, but it, but it, uh, on the other hand, it basically, you know, said, hey, there's a parallel to the server products and it's a service because it was just a parallel name to the, you know, to the existing uh, productivity services, business productivity services. This was just the online version. Mm -hmm. uh, the, uh, you know, support people had to figure out how to take support calls, you know, for services. Uh, licensing, it changed licensing, you know, and how we did commerce uh, for services. Uh, and, uh, you know, every group changed. We had to figure out how you administer this package of stuff, you know. Bomber was 100% behind the conversion of services at that point. Um, you know, I, uh, and so that support was critical. Uh, facing the competitive threat of Google uh, and their uh, services for enterprise. Uh, that was a motivator for everybody. Uh, and I had the benefit of having been at the company for a long time uh, and, uh, and, then, uh, and, and built a lot of relationships and trust. Uh, the thing you, you, know, you allude to, uh, it's super important. Uh, to get things done in a team or a team of VPs or, you know, in any team uh, for people to have trust, you know, and trust is about, you know, competence. Trust is, is, is about, uh, you know, com commitment, you know, uh, your commitment to, to doing what you say. And trust is about integrity. You might remember, uh, for example, as we were, uh, as we were running uh, BPOS, we, uh, you know, there was uh, at one point the support team was worried about exceeding their costs. Mm. And I said, right now, what we're about is we're about building reputation and so not about making money yet. You know, uh, we're about reputation and we got to focus on the customers having a great experience. Uh, it's important to be able to find satisfaction in the achievements and the growth of the people you lead. Mm. Uh, because that's really when you lead teams, that's that's uh, you know, that's your success uh, is what they can do. The thing, the way I used to think about it actually, and if I was in a room, whether I was running the meeting or or being in the meeting, you know, you sort of you have to have your head in two places at once. You know, one 
is you know your part of the meeting okay and then the ways to think about is the second thing is sort of an out of body second perspective on what's going on in the meeting right and understanding mm -hmm. why people are reacting you know the way they are what their interests are what their feelings are at the time right mm -hmm. i mean that's just those are you know that feelings are the most powerful thing in driving human behavior i mean the other thing my father was big on integrity uh, and i always you know uh he uh, uh let me see how I would put this. You know, he was he had an expression and I didn't really appreciate it till later uh, till I was, you know, in the uh, more senior in the corporate environment. But he talked about, you know, running for office. He said, I never ran for office. OK, uh, and what what I would say is I'm always just doing my job and expecting that, you know, promotion and reward would follow accordingly if I did it well, as opposed to you know, watching people, you know, who whose actions were primarily oriented at, at driving their career, you know, as opposed to as opposed to getting the job done uh, and being rewarded for it. To me, it was always about getting the job done. And I like, I really like uh, the fancier word for volunteers, it's community engagement. Mm. You know, I think the community is strengthened by people contributing to it. You know, their time, their money, but, you know, their personal time is the most valuable thing they have. And, you know, the, the other thing about this volunteer work is connected to me to a whole different set of people. Mm -hmm. uh, are fun to be with people that have different backgrounds, people that share some of the same values. Uh, and, uh, you know, so that's that's been a lot of what I've done. Uh, social venture partners, basically uh, partners uh, make a donation that gets pooled that provides uh, capacity to nonprofits that are trying to grow, uh, and then uh, and then uh, so the partners participate as volunteers helping those organizations. So it's a way of you know engaging and growing philanthropists uh, and volunteers in a community. You know, one passion follows another, and these opportunities just show up, and it's just yeah. sort of like it's a way of ongoing engagement too. That sounds good. It is. I, I, I meet, I learn things. I'm, I have learned more about uh, racial equity uh, in the last two or three years because of the organizations I've been in and the opportunities uh, to meet people uh, that I've had. I mean, for a lot of us, the, uh, like I think this past year has been a year where you can't look away. I mean, you have yep. to pay attention, right? And it's yep. great that you were seeing that before even, but it's sort of more thrust in the mainstream as a result, I think. I think, you know, in a way, coronavirus is a, maybe a blessing in disguise in terms of people's attention can't turn away to other things. I yeah. mean, they have to they have to pay attention. And I think that's an important thing that's going on. So uh, I can think of uh, one example uh, where somebody gave me some advice uh, that I that I've used. Uh, and I guess I observed uh, its effect in myself. Uh, and uh, he uh, we talked and at the end he said you got any questions for me and i said well yeah do you have any career advice <laughs> he said uh the thing he remembered which i've used uh is change is good leaving microsoft uh when i had the the luxury to be able to do that it, that was that was about doing something different it was about change and involving myself in these different organizations is about 
change and meeting different people. I love uh, working with other people, but there's definitely, it's, you know, I benefit, I benefit from it. I think anybody does. So yeah, mutually, mutually beneficial. Well, I certainly benefited working with you. I really enjoyed our time uh, professionally. So, you know, and I'm, I'm never afraid to tell people that, yeah, Dave Thompson, one of the greatest managers I ever had. I will tell people that. Um, it was some exciting times too. worked on some big stuff together. So that was rewarding too, in its own right. It was, it was, you know, we were, we were all so lucky, uh, to be part of all that, uh, at Microsoft. I was, that's my, if I think of one thing about my Microsoft career, I was just incredibly lucky and fortunate to be there and to have that opportunity. Uh, like that was an interesting time. A lot of dynamism in uh, the networking. I'm starting to realize, Dave, you're a little bit of an entrepreneur yourself. These have been entrepreneurial. These were like these were sort of like that's where a lot of the change and a lot of the growth was happening. Networking at that time, you know. Right. Um, sure. Definitely with a host of services too. Right. Right. In the middle of the internet as it was happening. Right. So. That was pretty incredible to see too. I remember that. I remember yeah. that.